0: Do you want to make the world more sustainable? Do you need a pinch of inspiration to get you started? You came to the right place. Welcome to Sustainalize This, a podcast with inspiring stories on sustainability. Join Vincent and Ivo as they discuss the latest developments, interview inspiring people, and explore all kinds of fascinating topics to help you create a sustainable future.
1: Good morning, Ivo. Ivo, I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered how long it takes to build a nuclear power plant?
0: Well, great question. Uh, I do know they're slow, expensive, and amazing. (laughs) I, I couldn't say how long it takes to build one. I think you're gonna tell me how long it does.
1: We are going to discuss everything about this question in this podcast today. Uh, We're also going to give you some answers because it's a a range of answers, you could say. General answer, very long. Uh, As a matter of fact, extremely long. A few hundred times slower than any other form of energy in some cases. But before we dive into it, uh, first, generally speaking, uh, nuclear power. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, again... uh, being discussed a lot, especially in Europe, now with uh, decarbonisation and sustainability. Well, issues, you could say. People are... I think uh, most of us have heard about all the dangerous sides of nuclear energy, safety aspects and also, of course, the much discussed topic, nuclear waste. Uh, we've all seen the, uh, the protests or the, uh, well, the opposite sides of, sides of the protest. Usually, it's uh, engineers and scientists who are very much in favor of nuclear energy and they raise the benefits of the low carbon emissions and uh, safe base, uh, safety aspects and also the baseload power provided by nuclear energy, which is, by the way, not, not exactly true but we'll discuss that later. Mm. Now, every, everybody knows a bit about nuclear energy and everybody's either a hater or a lover, but there's one or a few aspects that almost nobody discusses. And that's the uh, how long it takes to build a nuclear power plant.
0: Interesting. And before we begin, I would like to ask you one question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about green energy and sometimes nuclear is referred to as clean energy. Yeah. Can you explain shortly the difference between those two?
1: excellent question it yeah i guess it's a bit of semantics but it's an important dis- distinguishing distinguishation. <laughs> it's important to distinguish uh green and clean well the beautiful aspect of nuclear energy is that it produces very little to none carbon emissions mm-hmm so you could say that's either clean or green, what have you. The downside is, of course, that you produce nuclear waste. Without going much into detail, the amount of nuclear waste, in a sense, is, um, is not much. Most of the nuclear waste is almost as radioactive as the nuclear waste from uh, hospitals after, oh. I believe, a few decades. There's one uh, movie or documentary that I would recommend, that's uh, Pandora's Promise, that made me quite a, a firm uh, proponent of nuclear energy, but now mm-hmm. I'm more in the wind and solar camp, but doesn't really matter yeah. for the clean and green aspect. Not a lot of <laughs> carbon emissions, it does produce uh, some waste, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's a clear story and when we talk about significance um the total share of nuclear energy uh, of the primary energy in the world is just over four percent in 2019 yeah it's not a lot it's not a lot
1: and it also went down a little i believe there's not a lot of Mm -hmm. nuclear power plants being built only uh most of them are currently being built in asia yeah
0: yeah and in europe we see that for example france is building more Uh, Germany is closing nuclear centrals down. Yeah. In Holland, there's a lot of discussion. And one of those discussion points, of course, is the um, building time also.
1: Well, I haven't heard a lot uh, because if that's a discussion point, then um, why discuss it? Because on average, one would expect Dutch people to build a single nuclear power plant of one gigawatt in about 15 years. One, five. That means that half of the time we build it faster than 15 years, and half of the time it takes longer. And there is a lot of examples of nuclear power plants that uh, have construction times exceeding 20 to 25 years. Those also include, of course, permitting times, etc. But on average, it takes the Dutch people about 15 years.
0: We're uh, okay. Yeah, and when we split that uh process up into smaller pieces what does the building process consist of and what takes so much time then ah
1: yeah excellent what this was actually um and it's of course uh, in our blog that we wrote about it there's an amazing overview of all the nuclear power plants ever built and how long it took to build them starting from first concrete so the first time you start laying the foundations, etc., up until mm-hmm. first uh, power, until they really start or kick off the uh, nuclear engine or nuclear reactor, I should say, it's not an engine. So that's the construction time that we are currently discussing. Before that, there's a very long process of permitting and of course, legal issues, which can take even longer. So on, on, And then in this overview, you can see on average, how long it took to build these nuclear power plants. So, this is all conventional power plants, only the nuclear power plants that have been built. Mm-hmm. And you can see there are a few very big outliers which distort the image a bit. And if you that's also nice to see, if you near the end, so more towards modern times 2020, 2021, um, you see that the speed of construction is actually accelerating, but that's mostly in. Uh, uh, Let's see China and Korea Those are pretty fast Nuclear reactor builders Mm -hmm. All the other countries Kind of slow down So even for a country Like uh, the US Or France That have a lot of experience It still takes them Close to 10 years On average And really Average is an important aspect Because um, Half of Half of them Take longer And that's really Really long I mean 10 to 15 years looking at the clock right now that's almost halfway to the end goals of paris so if you can only manage <laughs> to build one nuclear reactor by then you're not doing a very good job in my
0: opinion yeah so yeah in terms of definitions when we talk about building time when you yep. talk about the actual process of building a nuclear reactor or the whole process of asking a permit and then only, building the reactor no, so
1: only construction time these are only construction times takes even longer if you take permitting into account actually that's something we can discuss in the next episode about uh, the finances and permitting as well that can take up to decades even
0: oh yeah and when you talk about the nuclear reactor Mm -hmm. um there are several examples of different types of reactors which type of reactor are we talking about here
1: these are generally type one and two maybe three um We'll also leave a link to that in the uh, in the show notes. Um, that's quite a detailed report. Uh, but, but generally speaking, your type one and two reactors are everything up until roughly the 1980s, if I'm not mistaken. And then type three are a little bit later, coming up in the 90s and the uh, zeros. And then nowadays um, what's being discussed is the fabrication or the construction of type four reactors that are generally much safer more reliant produce less waste because this is a very important aspect the type one and two reactors they were never built to produce energy they were built to produce weapons Uh, that's why nuclear reactors were built to produce plutonium and uh, uranium uranium 235 in order to Hmm. produce nuclear weapons so they were never really the waste aspects and the safety aspects were a little bit discarded in order to produce as many new reactors as possible in the states and uh, the the ussr of course
0: so yeah but does that matter for the for the output because many um many va- inventions were through randomness as your book mm-hmm. anti-fragile has, uh, yeah. has shown because maybe the application still can be useful right of nuclear
1: reactors 100% and that's um, and that's that's also a very complicated side of this this whole discussion because I'm not in favor. I'm actually quite opposed to uh, conventional nuclear power, but that more has to do with the um, safety aspect of type one all the way to three generate uh, reactors as we have seen in the past. They can be very safe. They can have one in a million chance of failure. But if that mm-hmm. happens, yeah, you have a big problem. You're going to have a problem. Yep. And, and that's the thing I really uh, dislike about nuclear energy. That's also mentioned in Anti-Fragile. And secondly, I don't like the centralization of power of these types of uh, reactors. So if you have, for instance, suppose we have, uh, we have now two reactors, I believe, in the Netherlands. Suppose we have like three or four and one of them breaks down or needs repair, your whole country is in, is in this repair. You don't have enough energy to produce uh, properly for the whole country. That's actually what you saw in France a few weeks ago. They didn't realize that, uh, or, or too late, that they had a few reactors that were in maintenance. Um, mm-hmm. And then they had, a big, uh, <laughs> they had a, a big issue in the entire country, almost had blackouts and stuff. So it's not yeah. good to uh, centralize the power, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, interesting. And uh, when you compare that to solar and wind, mm-hmm. let's first compare it in terms of building time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let me uh, scroll down a bit to, to look actually look up the numbers uh, that, we, that we found. Um, if we compare nuclear to solar and wind, then you see that building solar and wind assets, and these are also very large solar and wind parks, which, mm-hmm. again, I'm not a very big fan of. I'm more uh, a big fan of decentralized solar and wind, but that's a whole other topic on its own. You can build these kinds of parks that are also a few uh, gigawatts of, or um, up to hundreds of gigawatts 10 to potentially 500 times faster. So the time it takes mm-hmm. you to, say, build one nuclear power plant, excluding permits, et cetera, you can build 500 of these in, uh, in solar and wind versions. Producing or the same capacity. Same capacity, yes. Of course, that same capacity, so your energy output of will be different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Solar, naturally, <laughs> doesn't produce the same in at, at night. Yeah. So there is a difference there, but uh, purely, uh, if you look purely at capacity, up to five hundred times faster, maybe even more. But this is what I could find, the fastest uh, builders.
0: Yes, and I was thinking about your last comment on um, on the downtime of yep. reactors or when they don't work. You you're screwed. Yeah. Actually, that's also one of the um, main points against uh, renewable energy. So when hmm. the sun doesn't shine or the wind doesn't blow, they don't produce any energy. And they say, yeah, uh, nuclear reactors can work almost all the time, except for uh, updates on on the reactor itself. <clears throat> so how do you compare these two things, like the intermittency of renewables <sighs> to nuclear?
1: Well, it depends on your definition of intermittency, but uh, on average, a nuclear reactor is down for one month each year. Hmm. Which, in my opinion, is, not, is pretty intermittent as well. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's not half the time, but it's, uh, it's one month each year. And that's what you plan. And that's in order to exchange the reactor rods. So normally, uh, one gigawatt reactor, roughly. This is all conventional. We're going to talk about uh, the beautiful uh, Type 4 and plus reactors, maybe in a, in, a, in a different part, and that's that's mm-hmm. a whole different ball game. But the conventional reactors, they need about uh, two months in order to cool down, cool down the reactor slowly, uh, get the reactors out, exchange them, uh, get the rods out, exchange them with new ones. The whole time yeah. you don't have any energy, or you need to build really excessively large reactors uh, and multiple reactors that you can sort of shut down a reactor while the others are still uh, producing energy. That That's an option. But then you are talking massive nuclear power plants that are gigawatts of scale. You have those, um, mostly in uh, other countries, not in the Netherlands. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And when we talk about the Netherlands, where we live, of course, mm-hmm. um, when we talk about nuclear, it's more of a uh, complementary energy source then instead of renewable energy how do you see that then well mm,
1: that's i i'm a bit mixed in it because i do believe in diversification of energy i think that's good Mm -hmm. but i uh, but even more than diversification i believe that energy should be decentralized so any very large kind of capacity or any large reactor or any very large solar well solar or wind field depending on how they are set up is um i wouldn't say bad but it's something that's um fragile so for your energy system that's something you have to take into account etc so yeah. that's and
0: can you give a short example of a decentralized form then yeah? what you yeah. Envision?
1: Oh, that's a good question. What I envision a decentralized uh, energy system is that each household has at least a few solar panels, let's say. Not every, but mo- most households have at least enough to support them during the day. And then, then further down the road, we'll add a little battery. I've recently learned a lot about batteries, and I was always a big opponent, of, opponent proponent of batteries. I'm a big <laughs> fan of batteries And it's actually going a lot faster than I thought. So it's even more feasible to have at least a few solar panels and a battery for Mm. regular households that overproduce energy on a regular basis. So you produce too much energy generally. And then you can use the overproduction, store it a little bit or uh, divert it to um, industry or other parts of the country where you need that excess energy.
0: So every house becomes a little power. that's the thing,
1: yeah, every house yeah. becomes a little power plant that that's what yeah. i would uh that's what I believe in what would be best yeah. because then, if one house fails, no issue. if a thousand houses fails, fail, no issue yeah uh and that's really hard to do that that's an anti fragile system that they well not maybe not anti fragile but at least robust
0: More robust yeah. yeah cool let's go to the so what vincent so what what should people take away from this message and episode
1: exactly so what does this whole thing matter well um personally discussing the construction of nuclear power in my opinion is a bit silly why every moment that we discuss it and talk about it megawatts of solar and wind are being installed. By the time we can actually construct a nuclear power plant, provided that we start now, and probably permitting-wise it will take a decade, it's gonna be 2050. (laughs) And we'll have one nuclear power plant in the Netherlands, maybe if we really, really try hard a little bit more. And by that time, all our problems are already solved by solar and wind. Those things are moving. So much faster than we can believe, especially due to the fact that they don't need the whole permitting, they don't have the the whole safety aspects, the waste aspects, etc. And they can be built in a decentralized manner. I mean, if you want, I'm I'm having solar panels installed. Also a few kilowatts extra. If a thousand people do it, you already have your nuclear power plants. Well, a thousand, ten thousand. Yeah. Be smart, be like Vincent. Be, no, no, be <laughs> be smarter, be smarter than me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So takeaway are some applications, maybe, that are really suitable when it comes to nuclear power. And there are actually new types of reactors that we will discuss at a later stage. These are very interesting and cool.
0: Sounds good. Will do. Uh, we will provide links and images on the Mr. sustainability LinkedIn page. And next episode, we will dive deeper into the financials of nuclear. Yes,
1: energy. fun stuff. Can you already say something Sounds
0: about good. it, Evo? Uh, they're
1: expensive. <laughs> they're expensive. Yes. <laughs> Low return on yep. investment. Extremely high capex. Sounds like a great plan. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks for your time. Talk to you Thanks. next time.
0: Bye. Later. to the entire show you are awesome did you get inspired share the show with a friend just one best friend that's all we ask do you want to do more than sharing check out our support page on mr sustainability.com and share your story that's mr sustainability.com good luck saving the world and remember have fun out there